East High. Hey, East High. Eastern High. None of those West High phonies. Just East High kids allowed in this podcast. Sorry. Go Keep going. <laughs> this is Wildcat Minute, where we talk about High School Musical one minute at a time. I'm Condra. And I'm Tyler. And I'm sorry. <laughs> and we're the amateur nerds. What are we talking about today, Condra? We're talking about Minute 58 today, which starts with Taylor, t- like me, taking a deep breath. <laughs> and ends with Zeke introducing Sam Needler. Uh, the first thing I have written down in my notes is the first thing, <laughs> which is something Taylor says, um, because they're kind of finalizing their plans between Chad and Taylor. You know, they have some sort of scheme going on for Troy and Gabriella. Yeah, all and, we know is it's about Troy and Gabriella, and it's happening tomorrow at 12.05 <laughs> Mountain Standard Time. Uh, well, yeah, we'll get there. Yeah. Um, we, all we know is it's about Troy and Gabriella. We don't know if it's them wanting Troy and Gabriella to be in the musical or to not be in the musical. Exactly. Well, another thing we do know, though, is that Chad did not intend for anyone to see him talking to them or the the basketball boys Zeke Jason and Chad <laughs> talking to Taylor and accompanying scholastic club members that we have never seen and do not know the names of he does the uh he does the the penguins of Madagascar you didn't see anything <laughs> <laughs> do you remember that do you remember the penguins of Madagascar do you like there's Madagascar like a movie and then there's these side characters the penguins of Madagascar who eventually had their own TV show and eventually their own movie. With Benedict Cumberbatch. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, actually, funny enough, I saw, I don't know if this was a recent news story or not, but some penguins broke out at some zoo. And um, (laughs) the caption basically was like, penguins of Madagascar, smiling, like like the penguins of Madagascar, smile and wave, boys. And I was like, man, that is is a good bit in that movie. Like, should we do a quick Madagascar minute? David Schwimmer, uh, Chris Rock, Uh, Ben Stiller. Ben Stiller. Queen Latifah? (laughs) A lady. (laughs) I don't know. Who plays that? Yeah, I don't know who played. I thought it was Queen Latifah. Gloria. Um, is the hippo's name? Um, yeah, no, I always thought it was weird that they made that like they committed to making three Madagascar movies, and then like later they made a Penguins of Madagascar movie when like clear like like the Minions, they should have just realized that the Penguins were the interesting characters and just started making movies about them. Yeah, or the Lemurs, like the King Lemur was funny. Um, oh, so it was Jada- King Julian. He had got his own TV show eventually. He did, yeah. Uh, Jada Corn Pinkett Smith played Gloria. Okay. So my bad on Queen Latifah. For some reason, I thought it was her, but it's not. So, um, yeah, they kind of walk away. Chad and Zeke and Jason uh, kind of all like nod, nod to themselves and walk away. Yeah. Um, and then Taylor kind of turns around to the rest of her group and like does a little hand thing. <laughs> yeah. It's I don't know un- what that means. I was going to ask you, what do we think this hand motion means? I could have been like, at least we didn't start this. Or like, it's not our problem. This is on them. Or well, it seems kind of celebratory. Like, hey, I did a nice job. Yeah. <laughs> which is making, which makes me think it seems like, and the, the the rest of this minute might bear this out, but because but it seems like Chad is kind of asking for a favor from Taylor and that then Taylor is has kind of negotiated um, a favor 
from the jocks like in return. So it seems like maybe she had done like a pretty good negotiation with them um, and got more than she gave. And so that like she's turning around and being like, hey, guys, I did. I did good. Yeah, I'm really curious. I'm going to try and talk less this minute other than um, I want to mention that there's some fun science things on the background um, behind Chad and basketball <laughs> oh, boys. You mean the atomic symbols for ammonium, etc.? Yeah, well, not... Yeah, I think, like, those are... I took chemistry twice because um, I liked it a lot. I took honors and then I took AP. And, it yeah, App it was... chemistry. So, there, yeah, they're the uh, atomic symbols for ammonium, sulfate, hydroxide, and carbonate. And... Those are probably, like, some of the most common ones. So just to have them on the mm-hmm. wall is a very, like, helpful thing. And I, I appreciate yeah. that as, like, a helpful teaching tool. Yeah, what, what, what are those things called when they're, like, like they're not they, – they like, they're ionic in the sense that they have, like, charges. Yeah. Like, ammonium is, like, NH4 minus 1. Yeah. But it's because they're, like, a grouping of things. Do you remember what those are called? Not right now. My brain's really fuzzy right now, <laughs> unfortunately. But That's I just okay. thought it was, like, a, a, a handy – teaching tool yeah was there anything else on the wall that you noticed or was that um it? that was it just i wanted to mention those um <laughs> yeah but i do want to hear what do you think is going on right now and what do you i, I want to hear a prediction from you okay this yeah can we do the little thing between taylor and chad and then what went like because then we see a clock that says 1205 and then okay. yeah, that's the where i get day? confused Okay. So let's 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 All do right. the morning where it's seven forty-five Mountain Standard Time. Yeah, Chad is back wearing all three of his watches. Well, first, hold on. We see the skater boy do a little skateboard trick. That's, that's an ollie off I'm screen. Pre- I'm pretty sure that's an ollie. Um, I don't know much <laughs> about skateboarding, but I thought yeah, you were no, gonna this- say the character was my friend Ollie, and I was like, they're not in this movie. No, but we. Uh, he basically like kicks up the skateboard. It does a flip, and then he continues skating on. And I'm pretty yeah. sure that's an ollie. Yeah, I think so. So yeah, and so the skater boy exits right, and um, Chad uh, we, the, enters from the right. Yeah, the camera pans with Skater Boy across the screen. It's not Skater Boy one or Skater Boy two, mind you. It's neither of them. It's a new Skater Boy. And he was not saying see you later, boy, to anyone except no. us, perhaps. Yeah. Because he He's exits like, the screen. Exit screen right. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah. Chad comes Chad in. Chad kind behind. of pops up out of nowhere. He's like sneaking around. <laughs> the music matches his sneaking, which is fun. And then he sees Taylor walking from behind with her rolly backpack. Which she, uh, she kind of does the thing where she like she puts the handle down and carries it up the stairs and then immediately gets the handle back up, <laughs> walks the five feet to catch up with them. And she's got something in her arms. Yeah, it appears to be a lappy top. Yep. Um, and also some wires, either the charger for the laptop or some other. And yeah, Chad's uh, acting all official. He's like, it's 745 Mountain Time. Like, let's get synced up. And she's like, whatever. Yeah, this is not Charlie's Angels, Chad. <laughs> <laughs> Which I had to I had to pull the subtitles up to see what she was saying. Oh, Okay. Cause, well, just because she says the line kind of quickly, and I mm. like, I could, just couldn't really understand it. But That's it is fair. a pretty funny joke. When we're yeah. talking about references, yeah. Um, if we thought Tony Hawk was bad, this is um, a little tough. Well, the the Charlie's Angels movie with um, oh, Drew Barrymore, like Drew Barrymore and, and Lucy Liu, and yeah, had just come ar- out around this time, I think. 
Yeah, I think those were late '90s, early 2000s. You're yeah. not wrong, but those like those were not big or popular movies. But I think still like the Charlie's Angels pose and like the the finger gun posing thing is still like a cultural Was, reference yeah. that. Yeah, but not really like for teenagers though. Yeah, because like you do the pose in the in the photo. I I definitely I guess yeah. I get, like, but like, I feel like if he wanted to like pretend he was a spy, like the broader reference would be like, okay, James Bond, like, yeah, I don't know. I think it's a nice little. It's different, I, which yeah, is nice. It's nice to well, also for Chad to kind of like be like, oh, a man can dream, and like the idea that like this kind of cool dude is kind of into Charlie's Angels is kind it's of funny. Like Thor <laughs> wanting to be a Valkyrie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's cool. That's uh, a good reference. Yeah. And Chad has another one of his famous shirts on. This time he is easily distracted. <laughs> it says easily distracted. <laughs> correct. This shirt is 100% correct here. And so then they kind of walk sneaky, off screen. Sneaky Chad sneaks off with the music continuing. So so we're, we're led to believe that something will happen at 12.05. And wouldn't you know it, we kind of cut to a bell ringing. And it is exactly 12.05. Amazing. And we, there's a there's a, a bunch of people kind of like running down some steps. What looked to be like more like the cafeteria. It looked like everyone was kind of trying to run to get to lunch. Yeah, well, that's what they said was lunchtime. And yeah. then Chad confirmed 12.05 Mountain Standard Time. And then for some other reason, we cut to the locker room. Again. Which where is Troy's wandering through. Empty this time. Where last time it's we empty. saw it full of life. It is empty. And then he turns a corner and finds an intervention of basketball boys. Um, so but I guess before we get to the intervention, it's like it's this idea that like, OK, there's like this plan. We just spent like the last two minutes talking about this plan. It's going to have it's going to go down at twelve oh five. And everyone's like we're kind of meant to assume that everyone's kind of rushing to see what happens, like as if word has spread to everyone except Troy and Gabriella, except at twelve oh five. It's nothing. It's just a bunch of guys in the locker room. So I I understand your desire to your desire to know what I think is happening because I don't know what is happening. You're exactly correct. <laughs> I had a feeling. So what I does guess- he need this laptop for? Why why the why the shot of everyone kind of rushing to lunch and that if we're going to immediately cut to the locker room, like what is the significance of any of this? <laughs> Do you think this is a good plan, a bad plan? Like, start, start. <laughs> well, so yeah, clearly this intervention is sort of something planned. So my, like, I guess my theory on it is there's sort of a simultaneous thing where Troy is being intervened against by Chad and the basketball boys, and Gabriella is going to be similarly intervened against. I don't know why against is the preposition I'm going with here. Intervened to intervention doesn't become a, a a verb like I have made it no in the in the way I have done it syntactically but anyway Gabriella there's some gonna be some sort of moment with Gabriella just like there's a moment with Troy here where she's going to get confronted although I don't know so presumably that was their plan was that like they're gonna do these kind of simultaneous interventions where they know that Troy and Gabriella will be separated because um, isolating them will give them more control over the individuals, but I don't don't know why they needed to coordinate on this. I don't know why it needed to be at a specific time. I don't know what they needed a laptop for. Like, 
I'm not gonna I'm not gonna speculate because that's for the decom of the week segment, not uh I mean you do speculate this. every now and then. I know, I know, I know. It's just yeah, it's it's baffling in it to an extent. It's one of the one of these things where I had praised the movie earlier for kind of delaying the delaying the action so that that it could show and not tell, but now what it's showing is a little bit confusing. I think it's just unfortunate timing. I think the minute break is just a little rough right now. Good, yeah, because because if I'm right and there's so, sort of a dual thing going on and they kind of cross cut between both, it could be an effective scene. But yeah, where we have cut off is not exactly convenient. Yeah, we've had Chad introduce Spider Bill Natrine, class of '72, yes. and Zeke introduce Sam Needler, class of '02. Yeah. With photo frames of them. Interesting interesting that Bill Natrine's nickname is Spider Bill Natrine, not Bill the Spider Natrine. Yeah. Also, I wanted to also think about this. Why would a basketball player have the nickname Spider? <laughs> oh, I think that one makes perfect sense because he's got long dangling arms. Like th- that's that's Does a phys- that's a classic physique for is he a, a good for trapper? a basketball player to have just just to have like very long limbs. Okay. Tra- I'm, I'm waving my limbs around. Like you're the um, inflatable arm tube like man? Like I'm Mr. Boogity. Boogity! <laughs> I was thinking inflatable arm tube man. <laughs> oh, I suppose. That's more of a... Oh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> great great podcast content right there. By the way, in, in the last week, I watched Mr. Boogity. I'm, I'm perfectly happy to watch it with you again in, yes. at some point in the future. Um, mostly because it's short. If it was a full-length movie, maybe I wouldn't be yeah. <laughs> down to watch it all again because it's not that good, but it is very fun. <laughs> okay. I'm looking forward to this. Maybe when we see each other in person next time. Yeah. So, so yeah, we're kind of left with with questions kind of open, so maybe, like, not... And we don't... There's no philosophical debate for us to have in this in this no. minute either, so it, it might be okay if we move directly on for the to the decom of the week. But unless you had anything else, because I know... Y- you had said you wanted to kind of hold back, but I want to give you the chance. No, I mean, I think we kind of hit on all the points that I wanted to talk about other than I really was curious, like, if you wanted to speculate on what would be happening, potentially. Like, uh, in terms yeah. of, do you think this is like a... You you posed the question last minute. We don't know if this is them in, in support of them participating in the musical or against participating in the oh, musical. Oh, it's clearly against. It's clearly again. I, I said that as a joke because it was like Sharpay and Ryan thought they wanted them to audition, but clearly Taylor and Chad are anti Troy and Gabriella musical. So they're doing something to stop them, obviously. And that's what this intervention on Chad's behalf is clearly like, look at these great basketball players. You could be one of them, but you're you're abandoning us. I didn't clarify that because I thought that kind of was obvious, but I suppose it's helpful because we're trying to share with the podcast uh, our interpretations. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, like I said, I think it's just they both kind of want their respective person to not do the musical. But I like I like the kind of idea that um, uh, Chad is kind of getting a favor from Taylor. So as I said in the beginning of this minute, that they're like the, the nerdy guys are going to get like something in return from the jocks. I like <laughs> that there's going to be kind of something like that. We'll see if that happens. Also, I don't know. I don't know if the Taylor and Chad relationship ends up romantic or not. Um, I know it's like something where like the kind of groups of people are kind of coupled off, but not like, I don't know if it's like literally coupled off or it's just like the kind of the kind of pairs that we think of <laughs> and the, the, the kind of racist pairs that we make because 
You're like, oh yeah, Troy and Gabriella and Sharpay and Ryan. And then the two black ones. I can't answer that question for you, so. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Are we ready for our decom of the week? Yes, we are. And we're doing a we're doing a listener submitted decom where we both get to guess this time, correct? Yes. Not just any listener, though. One of the inspirations of this podcast, my dear friend, Amanda, has sub- sent in another or she sent in a bunch at once so we have selected (laughs) another one of the ones she submitted to us um so when i go to tell us what it's about at the end i will be reading her description verbatim so this week's disney channel original movie of the week so i will give us the title and the actors who star in said film And then Tyler and I will try and come up with the plot, and then we will read the actual description and kind of talk about which one, how close we got, and then which one we would rather see. So, so what's the movie this week? We will be trying to figure out Minutemen, the 2008 Disney Channel original movie. Okay. Uh, Amanda notes it is on Disney Plus. I realize we have not done that the last few weeks. So, <laughs> um, it is on Disney Plus. It stars Jason Dolly, whom we've talked about. We've talked about. They were in Read It and Weep, as well as Hatching Pete. I think was the other one they were in. Something like that. Yeah. No. Good luck, Charlie. Oh yeah, and Hatching Pete. Okay, so Jason Dolly, Nicholas Braun, who plays. In Sky High, he is Zack Attack, the guy that glows. So I know exactly yeah. who he's, she, she's talking I want to watch Sky High. Sky High on Disney Plus. I'm going to watch Sky High tonight. Oh, I think it is. I think it actually just got added. So um, Nice. I like Sky High. I do, too. It's just kind of a cool superhero concept. Like, it's not even, like, that good of a movie, but just, like, the different kids and the powers. Yeah. Like, There's some very cool original, yeah, it's like some stuff that we maybe haven't seen before or are done in a different way, like the person that just turns into goo. Or like the guy who's fast is like fat, which I think is kind of funny. Yeah. Breaking <laughs> stereotypes there. Uh, <laughs> Nicholas Braun is also in Princess Protection Program and Perks of Being a Wallflower. Uh, it also oh. stars Luke Benward from Because of Winn-Dixie, How to Eat Fried Worms, and Dear John. Uh, Stephen R. McQueen from The Vampire Diaries, and Amanda Notes is also the second cousins, or is second cousins with Enrique Iglesias, which is a great okay. fun fact. And Chelsea <laughs> Kane, who is oh, finally a woman. <laughs> yeah, um, from Starstruck, and jo- I'm I don't know if Jonas means like the Jonas Brothers. TV show kind of thing or just Jonas? I don't know. <laughs> just being slightly associated with the Jonas Brothers in some way. Put potential. I I feel like she would have put Jonas Brothers though, but it just says Jonas, so I don't know. I, um, but it's hard she's to say. from Star so th- Trek, Starstruck, which we've also covered before. Starstruck. Yeah. Okay. So um, we have four boys and a girl. If I assume gender based on name. Okay, um, and are you sure it's not minute men, and they're just kind of like small, like Ant Man? They're not. They're not Ant Men. Oh, man, they're okay. So it's Minute Men. So if this was a if this was a um, Disney Channel premiere film from the nineteen eighties, oh, I would say would it's definite hundred percent American Revolution. 
Yes. But <laughs> but I don't think it's an American Revolution movie, no. sadly. And I think in, like, when I was looking up Hatching Pete or something, I think I saw the poster for it. So I think I may know what the poster looks like. Do you want me to tell you or do you want me to avoid that? Uh, no, I, th- I think it's fair enough because I, I don't really have anything else to go on. So Okay. So it had like a, dig- you know, that like digital green kind of look to it. I guess. Like Jurassic Park, the the code in Jurassic Park, that lime green. It's like blue and oh, like, green. Oh, like Matrix? Yeah. Yeah. And so it's like got this blue and green kind of like lines, laser kind of things. And then one of them definitely is wearing like this white jumpsuit with this hat, almost like the time travel <laughs> outfits of the Avengers. Wait, but- hold on. I laughed. I laughed because um, not because of anything you said, but just because I'm like we, we're video chatting right now and Condra's in the sitting in the dark. So she kind of has her head and hands. So she looks like zombie for Pee Wee's <laughs> Playhouse. <laughs> I have a bad headache and I'm really light sensitive. I have like. <laughs> she looks like you look like a floating head. It's really funny. I can't see myself. I have my video covered and I can just see you because I've got other screens. <laughs> I am not. An, a psychic who lives in a box, though. So I am not Jombie. It's too bad. All right, sorry. Keep going with your description of the poster of Minutemen. Yeah, so that's kind of it, though. It's like they've got these, like, either, like, Mike TV when he goes into the the TV in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory or, like, Avengers time travel jumpsuits. Where okay, they're, so like, they got these weird suits. Yeah. I think so. It's probably time travel then. Probably, but <laughs> why? But what? <laughs> How? Um, All right. I think that I think time travel is a good angle. Yeah, it for def- us to at least you know s- sometimes when like when we give it's sometimes helpful to have you know the actors and the title and the premise and yeah. then you kind of jump off from there because sometimes if you just get the title, it's not enough. And it's easy with something like Mr. Boogity or like something where you're like, okay, there's clearly a goblin of some sort. Yeah. But like sometimes it's so generic. I feel like like cowbells. Yeah. Like we knew what the the premise was. Yeah. That one had the spelling that helped. Um, Yeah. So. All right. So time travel. We've got four guys and one girl. Do we think one of them is, are they science whizzes that an experiment gone wrong? Do we want uh, (sighs) a... Accidental time travel, intentional time travel. Where are they time traveling to? I think the future. Um, 2008. This is before I, end of the world hysteria kind of stuff, like the 2012. <laughs> I'm I'm thinking kind of like recent, like recent past time travel, like <gasps> like like, like time, back to like the future. Time they're trying turner, to fix something like Harry Potter time turner time oh. travel, where oh. it's like they're not actually going back very far. Mm-hmm. But but. More like Back to the Future Part Two, um, like the end where there's kind of like mm-hmm. they have have to, kind of have to worry about like not interacting with themselves or something. Yeah, like and there's kind of shenanigans like that. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, we can go that route. Which is kind of a more like it's a more unusual angle for a time travel movie to go to because usually time travel is like you're going to the future or you're going to the past and you're just kind of there. Yeah, 
I this like one that seems like they're kind too. of hopping back and forth multiple times in the movie. Yeah, I also like that angle if they're like trying to fix like high school interactions kind of thing. Like they <laughs> fail talking I do like to, that a, too. to a crush or like they're trying to get prom going or something like but that. I love that. Yeah, like I know at 205 I talked to Hannah and it went terribly. So if I sneak up and talk to her at 155, then, then she won't see me at 205 and then I know it'll go better. <laughs> Or after, like, it would be 2.05, he fails the talk and then goes to her at, like, 2.15 and is like, yo, sorry, I was going or crazy like, there. Or you, like, leave a note to yourself, be like, don't say this. I think that would be too much interference, though. But you don't know who it's from. Oh, you like You have to, true. like, leave, like, a coded note. Yeah, it couldn't be in your handwriting. <laughs> okay, you, you type it, you cut letters out of magazines, actually? Yes. <laughs> Ransom note style. I'm here for it. Remember Fantastic Mr. Fox? Why'd they write this in letters cut out of magazines? I don't know, but you did the same thing, sir. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Jason Dolly, I think, is going to be our star. He's like the first build. So do we think... So he's like a science kid? Or do we think he's like... He's kind of a nerdy type in the other ones. He's like not popular necessarily. Yeah, I mean, yeah, our kind of, yeah, insecure protagonist is a, is always a good place to start. Yeah, so Science Club? Is his dad a crazy scientist? Uh, th- this is always a tricky one. We've come across this multiple times. Is it the kid who can- creates the science thing? Or is it like a or is it like a lab they stumble into or a parent or something? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say like, yeah, he's got him and his nerdy friends and they happen to invent time travel. I like that. I'm thinking, um, do you remember the, do you remember the Josh Trank Fantastic Four movie? Yeah. We talked about this recently. Yeah. I'm thinking kind of like that where it's like invent their own thing. Like maybe like they, maybe they had invented it closer to when they were little and now they've kind of like invented a better version of it. You, you. Where they can time travel now. Y- yeah. You like used that same kind of sentence a couple weeks ago for your last decal of the week. I'm pretty sure. I think the thing is because the Josh Trank Fantastic Four movie, like, it's bad. Was was such an it was it was bad, but like in a way where like it clearly could have been good. Mm-hmm. I would like the trailer for that movie. You know, the opening like minute of the trailer was like the kind of flashback of them as kids, kind of inventing like a weird like portal thing. Mm-hmm. And I thought that that was an interesting premise for a trailer, kind of like um uh like a Super Eight type premise. You know, like a a sci-fi movie that like young, like that, like tweens do. And they're like kind of in over their heads. Yeah. Um, and there's the kind of like the government is after them. Like I always thought that was an interesting premise for a movie. And then it like flashes forward and it's just a stupid fantastic four movie. And I was like, Oh, this is kind of dumb. But yeah. Yeah. Kind of like catch that um, kid. Yeah. So yeah, except with like a sci-fi portal. Yeah. And so, yeah. So this is catch that kid, but with time travel. Cool. All right. Anyway. <laughs> so, they invent time travel somehow and and their first in well i guess maybe their first instinct is to go way into the future way into the past and they're like actually that's a terrible idea yeah (laughs) what if we went two hours into the past what if the girl is like i don't want to be oppressed or get exposed to some new (laughs) disease like let's not do this (laughs) or do we think one of the guys it's not five people in their friend group but it's like three and then the other two are like bullies or yeah like someone who like happens to tag along and they're like oops i guess we have to rope this person in i bet that's like the girl yeah 
and she ends up becoming a love interest. Uh, maybe one of them's like a brother, like a like an older or younger brother mm. that kind of gets. So like there's like the love. It's kind of like um, Wrinkle in Time where it's like there's kind of like a love interest and also like a sibling. Yeah. And then just some like there's like two other friends, too, I guess. I don't know. Or I think it could be a bully kind of situation. Like they're like one yeah. of their things is like trying to avoid the that bully. Happens, yeah, that happens in Paranorman where the, the bully kind of gets on to the, the good guys team. No, I'm not saying like that, like part of like their time travel is to like mess with the bully, like Harry oh, Potter okay. and the Chamber of Secrets cupcakes kind of thing. Like, all right, we're yeah, I was going off the assumption that the five people we listed were all involved in the time travel. But I suppose you're right. Like any of any of these other actors, like could just be regular people that don't time travel. Yeah. So what do we think? The or maybe big it's just event- like a technological thing that's stopping them from going too far in the past. Like, like we only have enough juice in the in the electricity to go like three hours back. Yeah. So that's what we're doing. Yeah. And that's why they're called Minutemen, because it's a matter of minutes that they can time travel. Or if they have to jump back in time, like they have to get back to the present within a certain period of time. Got to get back in time. Exactly. So what do we think the big high school event is that they're like getting towards okay so yeah i guess it starts with them kind of just like doing regular stuff like with tests and quizzes and talking to girls and not tripping over the the milk that was spilled in the cafeteria or something or actually we run into a lot of like time travel dilemmas it was like well if they prevented it then how do they know to go back and fix it but whatever yeah um and then yeah okay so the thing they're building to it would be kind of interesting if it was like a sports game because like how do you change the events of the sports game? Mm. What if one of them is like like Nicholas Braun, like he's the secondary friend and he like is the kicker for the football team or something like that. And he like gets distracted by something or something like comes onto the field or something. So he misses the game winning point. And they're and they're trying to prevent it. But it turns out that them time traveling was actually what caused it. Mm. Yeah, it's hard. Well, it's kind of interesting, though, because then we run into the dilemma of like, how do you build how do you build up to a climactic event in a time travel movie where you're going to be like going back to like the climactic event almost has to happen early on and then they go back to it later. Like it's, it's we're it's very kind of similar to the climax. Yeah, we're very similar to Prisoner of Azkaban right now, I've realized. <laughs> like, the yeah, time I mean, I well. Yeah, you mentioned Time yeah. Turner, so. Yeah, well, and Prisoner Azkaban does it well because it's like there's something big that happens kind of in the middle and then it, it escalates it by having the time travel and it, it actually becomes like even cooler. Yeah. So it could be something like that where like, yeah, they have one thing and then they're, you know, the classic thing would be like, oh, this is our last chance. Like we're we're out of time travel uh, juice, like yeah. If we don't do it this time, then we'll be sucked into nothing or something like, you know, yeah. there, you could always raise the stakes like that. Yeah. I like all these plot ideas. I don't know if we have them like we have ideas. I don't think we have a plot, but like. <laughs> yeah, that's for the writer's room to figure out. We have the we have the premise. I think that's close enough. OK, so you want me to read? Yeah. OK. From Amanda. Minutemen is a science fiction decom about time traveling and also bullying. The movie starts out, <laughs> yes, I win, um, with best friends Virgil, played by Jason Dolly, Derek, Stephen McQueen, and Stephanie 
Chelsea Kane on their first day of high school. Derek decides to try football and Stephanie goes out for cheerleading, but Virgil's first day is derailed when young genius Charlie Tuttle, Luke Benward, interrupts football practice when he loses control of the rocket car he built. (laughs) The football team begins bullying Charlie and Virgil comes to his defense. But he ends up getting bullied, too. They dress Virgil and Charlie up like cheerleaders and hang them from the school mascot statue by their underwear. Oh, no. Stars. Three years later. And stars. What? Virgil and Charlie are social outcasts because of that incident. Charlie tells Virgil that he invented a time machine and they enroll the help of mechanic slash bad boy Zeke, played by Nicholas Braun, to build it. Side note, it is outrageous. Another Zeke. Another Zeke. Side note, it is an outrage it is outrageous to me that a man who shared a movie, Sky High, with the baddest bad boy, aka War and Peace, and was distinctly not a bad boy in that movie, is now labeled in this movie as a bad boy? Question mark. Anyway, everyone should go watch Sky High. It's not a decom, but it's on Disney Plus. End Amanda's note. In their initial test of the time machine, they just throw a cat in on a rope with a watch and she comes back alive but icy that is apparently sufficient enough evidence so they test the time machine out with themselves with a classic trope they go buy a lottery ticket but because they're underage they get a street performer to buy it for them with time running out they leave before getting the ticket so they can get back to the time machine and the street performer ends up winning after confirming that the time machine works they decide to only use the time machine to right wrongs, and they go back in time to undo embarrassing mistakes made by their classmates. They become known as the snowsuit guys because they wear these big white snowsuits because because time traveling is cold, I guess. But like all good time travel movies, there's a flaw in the plan. The teenagers, the teenagers they sa- ha- they saved have started changing and are now bullies themselves. They also realize in order for Charlie to make the time machine work, he has to hack into NASA and steal old files and bad things could happen if they're caught. Virgil convinces Charlie (laughs) and Zeke to save Stephanie, who Virgil is still pining after, from breaking her leg in a cheerleading accident. And she finds out who the snowsuit guys are and convinces Virgil to help Derek, who she is now dating. The plan works and Virgil becomes popular after reuniting with his friends. Then Stephanie finds out that Derek is cheating on her and Derek tries to convince Virgil to go back in time to stop Stephanie from finding out. But since Virgil likes Stephanie, he doesn't want to. Dun dun dun! Here comes the FBI. Charlie finds out that their continuous trips in the time machine have damaged the space-time continuum and they've now created a black hole with only hours left for everyone to live. They have to go back into the black hole and close it because science! The black hole takes them to their first day of high school. Virgil realizes this is his chance to rewrite that fateful day, but decides not because friendship! They get back to the black hole just as it it closes and they are thrown back in time to the day they first time-traveled. And then, just because it's a decom, and why not, Virgil stands up to Derek and gets the girl, whose name is Stephanie, and she deserves more than a, than this one-dimensional storyline. <laughs> End. Okay, hold on. We were so close. We like We so were, like, good. eerily close. We did so good. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I even had the thing about, the, like, them getting sucked into nothing. Yeah. The bullying. <laughs> It was about, yeah, you had the bully thing. It was, a, we had it like exactly right that it was about, you know, just like kind of like local, like 
recent things and not like big scale time travel thing. <laughs> Why? We nailed this it. This is so weird. This is awesome, Amanda. Thank you for picking what we got. Okay. So and like okay, you had a you 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 haven't seen this movie because I I'm just, I'm clear like I've like never, like a magician no. we we've never met before like we haven't seen this movie no, like this is than, not no other than knowing the poster that's all I knew was that like the snow sh- the, the the white suits and the green and blue like science fictiony looking. No, I knew nothing about this movie, Tyler. I swear. No, okay, I I believe you. I was I was just like. Do, doing the magician thing where you say you don't. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't even think it's I don't even think it's worth it worth us to say which one we prefer because mm-hmm. I think we're both pretty close. Nailed it. <laughs> even had football. Like I was like football team. Yeah. 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 We got the orientation of like the friends and like who the characters were wrong, but like who yeah. cares? Nailed it. Um. So yeah. Um. Where can people find us on the internet, Condra? They can find us on the Twitter at Amateur Nerds. And me personally, at Tyler Booty, T-Y-L-E-R-B-O-U-D-Y. You can send us an email at amateurnerdspresent at gmail.com. Yeah, tell us um, what embarrassing situations you would go back and fix. Or send us another decom that you think we don't know. Good idea. A special thanks to our artist, Theo Golden, at tgoldenart on Instagram. And our music, which was composed by Joe Winslow, whom you can find at joewinslow.com. Until next time, I've been Condra. <laughs> <laughs> it's not gonna sound good if you say it so forced. I didn't remember. I was having trouble remembering it. And the cat just walked in again. All right, let me keep just. Okay. Until next time, I've been Condra, and I've been Tyler. And hey, folks, we'll see you next time. See, you that can bet on work. it. <laughs> <laughs>